0: Uh, Good evening, this is Blue Highwind, your host of the Final Fantasy Wiki podcast. And uh, right now would be around the time I'd be introducing Technobliterator and Some Color Mage if this were a normal episode. Unfortunately, this is a failure episode. This is an episode where I must fall on my sword and admit a crushing defeat, which is that um, when we record these episodes, we do it on OBS... And it comes out as a certain kind of video file. I think it's an MLV. And I convert it in VLC to a usable MP3, which I can then edit in Audacity. And then everything should come out beautiful and wonderful and great. Except in this case, uh, VLC devoured the file and uh, did not have any kind of backup. So the entire recording for October was lost crushingly horribly lost and uh i know this is a pretty crappy podcast in terms of professionality anyway uh we're no giant bomb cast or anything but you know there there was good stuff in that podcast there were fun moments and they've all been lost like tears in the rain so um just so that there's something on the feed for the month of october i've uh dug through the archives here, and I've dug up our very first episode. This is the episode before we were doing this on the feed. This is back many, many years and moons ago. Uh, This was recorded in the ancient era called 2016. October 17th is when it was posted. It is already on the YouTube channel, so if you watch this on YouTube, nothing will change. I guess, I'm sorry, I don't have anything for you. But uh, if you're listening on the feed, this will be the first time you'll be able to hear our original take on the podcast, which interestingly was hosted by Scape, not me. Um, Anyway, it's on World of Final Fantasy, so if you want to know what our thoughts were about Final Fantasy things eight years ago, six years ago, I can't do math, um, here you go. Listen to this. It's about 52 minutes long. It should be good enough. Um, I apologize for the sound quality. I I can't fix that six years ago. Or maybe I could, but I don't feel like doing it because I fucked up enough times, so whatever. Um, We'll be back in November with a Tactics Ogre versus Final Fantasy Tactics episode. And, uh, you know, we'll just go as we were. I guess we'll fill in that news again from October then. I I just don't have the energy to go and re-record Everything we did, because it just does not sound like fun, it sounds forced, and the whole idea is to have fun. It's really, let's hang out and talk about Final Fantasy, and just repeating the same conversation again would just have a kind of robotic, unfun quality to it that I don't think anyone would enjoy. So instead, um, six years ago, you know, what did we think about that Dissidia game coming up? What did we think about Hiroyuki Ito? I guess we'll find out. Um, Technobliterator is also on this episode. I'm on this episode, Scape uh, Hosts. Please enjoy.
1: Okay, guys, uh, welcome to uh, the first episode of A Great Adventure. In audio podcast format, uh, brought to you by the Final Fantasy Wiki, powered by Fandom, or whatever. Um, and oh, yeah. no, <laughs> wrong! You got it wrong. Right. No, no, all right. It's
0: the Final Fantasy Wiki, powered by. Wait, no. It's the Final Fantasy Wiki, <laughs> which is on Fandom, powered by Wikia. Okay,
1: so we're on Wikia, um, we're uh, we're uh, um, we're here to. Uh, to talk about um, the new, new upcoming games and games that haven't come out. In fact, we're going to talk about many things. But in this podcast, we're going to talk about one thing, which is the world of Final Fantasy. And um, I'm the benevolent overlord of the Final Fantasy wiki. This um, um, is what no one calls me, but is what my internet name is. And I'm joined with uh, three people um, who are uh, one of the 7 million people in the world. And out of those seven billion, we Seven, million, seven billion. Happened. seven billion, seven billion, <laughs> seven billion. Billions we, have died. <laughs> we we picked three. We picked three great guys to just come out and talk about World of Final Fantasy today. So uh, I want you guys to introduce yourself um, and tell me about your spirit animal at the same time.
0: Okay, who's going first? I, I guess it's me then. All right. Hello, my name's Eric Fuchs, also known as Blue Highwind for some reason. My spirit animal is actually the uh, little tiny mites that live inside my skin and suck my blood.
2: Next. Um, oh, I guess I'm next. I'm uh, I'm some color mage, and uh, my spirit animal is. Anything that happens to be nearby in the sleep.
3: Okay, I'm techno so my spirit is a robot. So, sorry, I don't have an animal.
2: Robots are not animals, though.
3: I okay, don't what really what if
2: it's a robot in the shape of an animal? Maybe it's a, it's that, a robot. I'd, I'd accept that,
0: actually. <laughs> Maybe he's an
2: animal kin. He's a robot.
1: But he, just, he was born wrong. No, I, <laughs> I would definitely accept
0: a post... You know, a post... Uh, what's it called? Synergy... Damn it, I I don't know the word at the moment. I would take a robot in the shape of an animal, but not just a robot. That's not good.
1: All right. Sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna field some fantastic questions about the world of Final Fantasy. It's gonna be it's gonna be mind blowing. So so the first one is okay. What's this What's this game all about? I mean, we all we all know that is there's a world involved, and it may or may not be of Final Fantasy. But what does that really entail? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna field it out to you guys because you know one of you has actually even played this game. It's in a pre-release at Comic-Con
0: and Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll go because I'm the one person that actually likes this game. Uh, From what I can see, it's about two brothers and sisters. Well, just one brother and sister. It's a pair of brother and sisters. And uh, they go to the world of Final Fantasy. And then they go and they meet all our various favorite Final Fantasy characters, like, Cloud and Squall and, for some reason, Shelk from Dirge of Cerberus, who Wait, is... <laughs> Shulk from Dirge <laughs> of Cerberus is in the game.
2: What the hell? With that, like, this even in the trailers. Why? Uh, yes. my, favorite, my favorite character. Remember the-
1: is it- Square Enix is like, remember the time where we made Vincent fall in love with a nine-year-old girl? Like, yes! Please! We well, she she like, need that back.
0: Alright, she was legal, she just happened to have the shape of a nine-year-old girl. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. All right. So like that, the, is that,
1: is the, that what the cops are saying
2: now? The like, oh, and no. my pedo exception clause.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. According to that episode of Law and Order SVU, it is not pedophilia. All okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Stabler was not in love with the idea, but it was not pedo. It was not pedophilia.
3: All right. <laughs> oh so, um. So I'm going to go back on topic for a bit, but World of Final Fantasy. As far, like this is a question about the law, right? Yes.
1: Well, yeah. Just,
3: yeah. Okay. okay. So, the law is basically similar to the kind of crossover games we've seen, with, like Decidio, which actually have a law. As in, they they put them all together in a single universe, and then you basically meet them, and then you go to their different locations. But and like Dissidio, they all have a unifying art style, and in this case, it happens to be a chibi kind of anime-ish art style. Well, Chibi, Chibi's putting it mildly with these
0: guys. They, are, they yeah. are adorable little things.
3: Yeah, but the other thing, right, the other thing is the characters, particularly the brother and sister, are, like, they're very Nomura-ish in their art style, which is why, like, lots of people have compared it to Kingdom Hearts, but if you also look at the character models from, again, Idiot, you'll see, like, this is the kind of thing that Tetsuya Nomura normally comes out with.
0: Oh, oh I, I left out probably, like, the most important part. All right, so all the characters are tiny chibi people. They are about a foot tall.
1: Well,
3: and like the a,
0: brother and – I'm continue. sorry, what?
1: No, continue.
0: All right, the brother and the sister, they are actually normal-sized people. They are the only normal-sized people. And for that, they are called giants. And everyone everyone looks at them in awe because they're massive. And you got Titus who's this little tiny thing and they're all just looking up. And you got Squall who's still trying to look as cool as he ever did. He's like, Oh, I'm Squall. I do emo <laughs> things or something. I'm going to my bed because I don't like people. And but he's like he's tiny. He's adorable. You want you want to put him in your pocket. You want to feed him a Cheerio. And if he tried to eat the Cheerio, it would take him several bites because he's so small.
3: <laughs>
0: so, okay, yeah, yeah,
3: that sounds like a good enough summary.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm now gonna ask now I'm gonna ask. That was the objective question. That's like the non-controversial statement. Now it's time. Let's get some subject subjectivity in here. Uh, all right. So this game, uh, according to our fine wiki, was uh, developed with the idea of a younger audience in mind. Um, is it is it the right call for Square Enix to try to target a younger audience uh, with this game? Yes
3: and no. Okay. So the reason I say this, firstly the it's a younger audience of the kind of people you haven't picked up a Final Fantasy before, and those are the people it's going to appeal to, right? In terms, that, in terms of um, particularly parents who played the original games and are now showing this game to their kids, right? It's got all the, all the characters from it, all the worlds, and then people will be like, oh, who are these people? And then they're going to send them towards those other games. But on the other hand, right, you know, Final Fantasy's audience again is predominantly an older audience, and they haven't really marketed it that much. So, like, so it makes sense from the one perspective, but from the other, it doesn't. And another perspective we need to mention, we need to keep in mind, is that uh, Final Fantasy 15, the one that came out recently, is aimed at Wait,
0: it came point.
3: out. No, no, the the one that's coming out, right?
0: Okay, good. Yeah, so, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> so, miss it. What well, it actually did it was supposed to come out, but. Yeah.
3: yeah. So the no, no,
0: it would have come out at the end of this
3: month. Uh, <laughs> it has yeah, not. Yeah, so the one, that's, the one that's coming out is for the older audience, and the series used to have a broader appeal. So what they're doing here is they have an appeal to the younger audience and the older audience simultaneously.
0: Uh, I'm going to jump in and say, all right, I, I kind of like what they're doing in that Final Fantasy isn't as popular as it once was. Uh, it was it very mind. big, yeah. It was very big in the '90s. It was very big in the 2000s. I think now uh, I have some theories about why it's not so popular. Those theories beginning with Final Fantasy and ending in 13, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, the main, the main thing is, all right. I get it's really cute and adorable, and that's fine. I, I think at this point, adults are completely willing to love things that are cute and adorable. I'm apparently 25. So even I'm into that, just because of how you know, little tiny. It takes several bites to eat Cheerios. I, I do like that. Uh, that doesn't happen in the game, but that's just going to be something I'm going to keep bringing
3: up. But my right. problem is,
0: my problem is, it's a bunch of references to things that
3: a newcomer has no idea what that is. All right, so- here's the thing with that, right? So you mentioned that the series has lost popularity. In terms of losing popularity, I'd say it's mostly that it's not gaining new popularity, and the old popularity are the kinds of people who have probably, yes, been turned off maybe by 13. Because, I mean, if you ask a random Final Fantasy fan or, like, a casual fan, they'll oh, probably say you, something along the lines of, I like the old games? I don't like the new games, right? So this appeals to them in that it's got an active time battle system. Yeah. And now, when it comes to the new players, like, again, because the, the series ever since... Like I think it started around six or seven or so. Ever since then, it has been appealing more to a mature audience because like the mature themes are more prevalent, and like the fantasy is less silly as it was in games like four or so. so this uh, this is much better appealing to a younger audience than the older ones.
0: I mean, uh, what I'm trying to say is that cloud strife that means something to us. I mean, I look at that little blonde Spikes and all those things, and I immediately know who the heck that guy is. But if I'm a newcomer to this series and I see Cloud Strife, I'm going to have no idea what the heck that is. Sure.
3: I don't think so, right? Because Cloud Strife is a, still a really popular character in gaming. People who haven't played a Final Fantasy game know who that is, and they might have an opinion one way or another.
2: I mean, I was just about yeah, to contradict but, myself. Oh, sorry, some yeah, color yeah, but cloud Cloud is the most... Probably the most recognizable character in the franchise is his, and her monster. But what about every everyone else? This pulls from the entire series. You can you can see on the on the picture of the cover that we have on the wiki. You can see cloud and squall and lightning and Titus, and you can. But you can also see Terra, and I don't, and I think it, Especially the 2D era Final Fantasies are going to be a lot, a lot more out of reach of the younger audience that this is supposedly targeting.
3: Oh, I mean, absolutely, and even games like Nine and Twelve, like basically the ones outside of the like ex- exceptionally popular ones, people might not know who that is. I mean,
0: uh, to go and be to contradict my own point, I actually got two little points right there. Uh, I actually got into the series and I've changed my story several times on this, but I got into (laughs) the series mainly thanks to kingdom hearts because when cloud and squall walked in, I really had no idea who they were. And I was very interested to see what their games were. But, uh, my other point being, uh, Kids today, I don't really know if they're into active time battle systems or turn-based combat or anything like that. I don't even know if young kids are all that into consoles. Uh, What they got is their Minecraft and their iPhone games and God knows what. And I I don't know if... Yeah, I'm such such an old person already. The media (laughs) has changed so fast. Yeah,
3: again, so so, so with that point, right, the one audience that they'll really appeal to are the parents of ki- of kids who, like, their parents are Final Fantasy fans, they want to show a Final Fantasy game to their kids. I mean, we have one of those people on the admin team, for instance, but, like, yeah, I think that's not an audience that should be ignored. I think it's, uh, it's very easy to appeal to those, and I think that's one of the things they're aiming for. Also, another thing, like, you mentioned that media's changed a lot and that lots of people are on phones. Well, we have no idea what, whether or not that's the case in Japan, but I suspect that's part of the reason they're releasing this on Vita as well.
0: Oh, it is definitely the case in Japan. Japan's cell phone games are even bigger, possibly. Oh, but it, the, mean, Vita, the Vita
2: exa- actually exists <laughs> It's in Japan. That's pretty big. Does it actually? Yes. There's no reason to uh, release anything on the Vita for an English audience. That's for sure. <laughs> dude, dude, is the, is oh, the no. Vita
1: actually uh, a thing that people own, and not just a mythical unicorn-like creature in Japan? Uh, hey, I've
3: actually seen. I've seen a Vita. All right. I've got one. It's pretty good. I enjoy it doesn't many games.
0: I don't believe that you actually own one, but I have seen yeah. one. I've I, seen one oh, in oh, the yeah, wild. Oh,
3: I will use the webcam right now and show you. (laughs) You will.
0: I'm gonna throw that Vita in your face. I will beat you to death with it and make you believe.
2: You know the less expensive paperweights out there. I don't just have a Vita. I've got one of those Vitas that plugs into the television.
0: Oh, you can get one of. You can get one of those exploding phones. Those are pretty expensive
3: ones now. Oh, God. No, they don't I even I think they them. stopped
1: selling things. And now <laughs> it's a collector's item. If you, just, yeah. if, some, if you stop selling something, no matter how dangerous it is, it immediately becomes a collector's item.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go out and buy myself a Samsung 7 Note. I think that's what it is. Galaxy Note 7. Yes, and I'm going to go put it in a safe spot. And then years and years from now, it will explode and burn my house down. And just think no, of all the value I will just have accrued. Think, think of the YouTube views you could get.
1: <laughs> Samsung phone in box. You won't guess what happens next.
0: Years from now, all right. The YouTube video is just someone trying to make a call with that phone, and that's that's gonna be like one of those crazy dares. Yeah, this is what the kids are gonna be phone. into now. World's all right, we're gonna Galaxy phone. Note Seven.
1: <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to our second topic. Um, so I'm gonna talk about the characters, like the whole. We talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to talk about bringing in all the random characters into the game. Is this is this just blatant fan service? Um, is is this just trying to just get um, people to to like get some fans out to get them like just hype for Final Fantasy 15? If if that makes any sense, is this just a this is kind of like a stopgap game?
2: It's like oh we haven't released anything in like five I, years. I mean I. I'd say yes, but two things, you know, first of all, fifteen was originally going to come out first, so it doesn't didn't really make sense from that perspective. And second of all, why would they put Shelky in if that was the case, if they wanted anyone to actually like the characters? <laughs>
3: yeah, that's a very good point.
2: Not um, to mention
0: lightning. <laughs>
3: No but but um like this is not the only time they've done this. I mean obviously we've mentioned Didia but like there are several mobile games out there where they do that. One we don't mention. We have an LP which SCM did on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um uh, and then there's Record Keeper and ones like that that are actually pretty decent and obviously there's theater of them as well. So this is a thing that Square Enix do, right? Where they put loads of their characters in the game and you buy them for nostalgia because the thing is Like, they don't make money purely on their game sales anymore. What they do is they get you into the brand. They get you locked into the brand, and then you buy into, like, all these extra things they have on the side, kind of like if they're just selling you merchandise. You get into all these extra things on the side, which in turn direct you to all the other games, and that's kind of how the ecosystem works, really. I think it's. a I think that's basically what their business model is now, especially since those are the games like that and ever 14 that generate them the most profit yeah. nowadays.
2: Yeah, and uh, since uh, fifteen is out, fourteen is uh, fourteen is moving uh, towards just funneling all the money it makes back into itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, so, oh, sorry. Were you done? Are you not done? Uh yeah, I'm at that, then.
0: All right. We're, we're all just going to step over each other. That's just how <laughs> things work here at the Final Fantasy Wiki, brought to you by fandom, powered by Wikia. Anyway, um, so speaking on the point of merchandise, I mean, I actually was just at Comic-Con, and I got to go within a foot of a large selection of Final Fantasy merchandise. And uh, they are currently selling all of the Final Fantasy 15 main cast for about 150 bucks.
1: And and no one advice. even
0: really, no one really <laughs> knows these characters yet. But you can go and buy yourself a uh, fairly sizable, about I don't know, eight inch tall little guy to go and be on your mantel place
1: for it. I, I just, I, I really just want you know, uh, the guy whose name means little penis, or the guy whose name means fire. <laughs> I am amazed. Wait, wait, which is the one that means little penis? It's, gl- it's Gladiolus. I- gladiolus. Yes.
0: I, I still little, don't know these little characters' sword. names. <laughs> All yeah. right, uh, this, is, this is why I'm not all that into Final Fantasy 15 because the cast just does not interest me I in the know. slightest. I like
3: the, I like the cast, especially Gladio. He's a badass. I like Ignis. He's cool. Noxious actually is fairly interesting. And so to relate this back into the topic, I think they are going to release some DLC at least for um, FF15 oh, once yeah, fantasy is out. Like, oh, that's, dear that's, God. That's yeah. And they, they're they going to do that in Dissidia as well. Like I mean, the arcade decidia. The-
2: uh, well, we have known for a while that uh, Noctis has been on their possible inclusion list, but uh, the Decidia version of arcade, they've been adding characters so slowly, it might be forever until Noctis shows up. When the hell can- is that Decidia coming out on PlayStation Four? Uh,
3: they haven't confirmed it yet. But see, they had this thing, like, um, they had this thing where, were like, oh, we're going to announce some unexpected character. I was like, okay, obviously going to announce Noctis. And then they came out and announced Ace from Type Zero. I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> and you know the Thanks next Dave. character's gonna be Shulk. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of character Speaking
0: <laughs> of like really unbankable things, type zero, Jesus.
3: Wait, will type <laughs> zero be in World of Final Fantasy actually? Because if I recall correctly, tactics is. Uh,
0: I don't think tactics is in. Uh, there's a large selection of characters from the main games. I, I no, don't Ramses, think they've announced Ramses everybody. It... Ramses in World of Final oh, Fantasy? Oh, no, Ramses in
2: Dissidia. No, in World of Final Fantasy... Yeah, I'd yeah, have, have seen him if that, I, I remember. That's kind list. of odd oh, if they, they're pulling from Dirge of Cerberus but not Tech. I, I have the list here. They don't, have, they don't have characters from Final Fantasy
1: 2, but that's okay. No characters from Final Fantasy 12 because Skryonix is, is run by Nazis. And... Uh, <laughs> And they have got a character from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles: The Echoes of Time, which is a game that nobody has ever played.
0: What? Uh, Wait, they who the hell did they have from that? Well, Actually, I can what tell even you the name, that, but does it doesn't
2: matter. Or it's Shalona.
0: Is that the co-op okay. game for the DS? I think it is. It is that what that was. I think, That's cool. I think, yeah. I
2: think, seriously, that that has to be an incomplete uh, list, right? Because Square en- Square Enix like treats uh, tactics and Type Zero like this. Uh, like one layer removed from the main series. They're like the first yeah. games to show up if they start pulling from outside of the uh, main 14. Or soon to be I mean, yeah, as an
3: example of that, in Record Keeper, like, you have loads of Tactics content in that. In fact, you even have Mobius Final Fantasy content in Record Keeper. Though. I don't even oh, know. God. Yeah, Mobius that Final was Fantasy.
2: cross-promoting each other. Is yeah, Mobius Final Fantasy out?
3: Yeah. I, I think it's out in Japan.
2: All right. To, to it's go out worldwide.
0: Time, to go totally off topic, I actually did get a chance to play that at uh, Comic Con, and holy crap, that game is complicated. Mm. Like, I was okay. playing it for 20 minutes, and it was not done showing me tutorials on it's, every freaking
2: thing. It is the most weirdly complicated mobile game I've ever seen. And all you do is tap monsters. That's it. That's the what the
0: whole game is. You just tap you tap like spells and you hit the monster with it. But instead there's like there's so many menus. Like what were they thinking with this thing? Mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: Horrible game. I mean <laughs> mobile games. I mean if we're talking about cache mobile games. <laughs>
0: Speaking of <Yeah>, but- cash <laughs> world of final fantasy. <laughs>
3: Again, I think Raffle Keeper is pretty decent, but like I haven't, I don't really play any of the mobile games.
0: All right, so, uh, so Brave Exivius was all right. I think that's how you say that. Yeah,
3: i never played that one. All right, so, hey, so it I mean, was also there. So we're gonna move on. to Yes, yeah, next... so I'm
1: moving on to another topic. We're gonna talk about something that's tangentially related to World of Final Fantasy. We're gonna talk about pre-order, pre-ordering special editions because this okay. game has special editions up the wazoo. It has a Day One edition. It's got a limited edition. It's got a collector's edition. It's got all of this. Junk that you can get, and is we're gonna t- and Square Enix is like really into this pre-ordering nonsense. Which, as you can see with Final Fantasy Fifteen, there's, like ridiculous. Like three hundred dollar, you get you get your own lifelike Noxus doll or something. Um, but I'm, is 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 this really uh, is this really like you know justifiable? Because we can we can like Square Enix also released Deus Ex a few months ago, and that was controversial because know. they had uh, those those uh that DLC in the game that just like you buy a level up for ninety nine cents. And it's like is this like a is this a harmful practice?
3: So here's the thing with that. Like you say it's a thing that Square Enix have been into recently. It's actually a thing the whole gaming industry has been really into, right? And that's because it generates them guaranteed money immediately. Because if you sell people on the hype then like you don't really need to deliver a good game. And we saw that recently with well no man's sky okay i don't want to i don't want to go <laughs> into that too much but yeah like if you sell them on the hype or if you sell it to people who were like their hardcore fans of final fantasy they were going to buy it regardless like me for instance even if it sucked yeah then you you generate guaranteed profit before you even release the game and so I know the argument a lot of people make is that basically encourages them to then release uh, the release like whatever because they've already got your money, which is true, but yeah, so it's true, but the thing is like, and the other thing is if pre-orders are down or something, then their answer to that is not to increase the quality. The answer to that is to improve the marketing. so yeah, I can see how this is a harmful practice.
0: I, I would say in this case, whatever they're doing with this game in terms of pre-orders or whatever, are completely unnecessary. Because this game is not going to sell ten million copies. This game no. is not going to sell two million copies. My But bad. it's not
3: designed to sell two million copies.
0: I think it is, though. With all these pre-orders and everything they've thrown yeah. in, like their marketing has gone way overboard, and they. The other really? thing is, like, even with all these pre-order systems which there's a $100 version of this game. I don't know who is into that because this game is a niche product in a series that is not as popular as it once was as we've gone I respectfully
3: over i fully disagree with you that they're marketing this overboard because no i'm never- not saying the
0: marketing's overboard i was just getting that the marketing is almost non-existent for this game. right
3: right yeah like that's like i said you know it's designed for a niche audience Sorry. but um like if they can make more money off that i guess great for them So i think the game is solely released to celebrate the anniversary i think it is is that what it- it's the anniversary or something. It's, or something it's or something?
1: officially released for the 30th anniversary mm-hmm. of the series. Is the
3: yes. you, know, you know,
0: I think every year is an anniversary for this series. I mean, that's true. <laughs> always.
1: That's always true. But, you know, like the anniversary of 29, it's like, eh, what happened in, you know, 29? Like, you know, if you're a rock star at the age of 29, no one cares if you die that year. It's only if you die at 27. So, I What think... do you even
0: buy for your 29th anniversary? You know, there's, a, there's like a tradition. You have to get a traditional gift. What do you get for your 29th anniversary? misery something wood what? <laughs> you get the world of final fantasy
1: so any 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 long like couples that have been together for a long time we re- we highly recommend world of final fantasy you should even get the collector's edition which comes with like this wooden pop-up book It's an yeah. exclusive pop-up book hosting all the physical and digital content featuring various scenes from the game brought to life through striking 3D paper cuts
3: yeah, and, and
2: uh,
0: Sephiroth is a pre-order exclusive, which is yeah, load like, of bullshit. We can,
2: we can complain about these predatory tactics and marketing bullshit all we want, but as, as long as it works, they're going to keep doing it, and Square Enix definitely know what they're doing with that regard. I mean, Exhibit A, fucking Sephiroth pre-order bonus.
0: I don't know if they do know
3: what they're doing with this game because
0: this is not a AAA title, yet it has a
3: $60 price.
0: This is not going to sell AAA numbers.
3: Okay, so I'm going to make a point contradictory to the point I made earlier. Steal my idea. (laughs) No, no, no. Yes. I'm
2: glad I'm not making enough points to have to
3: contradict myself. (laughs) Okay. So, So the thing is, like, we do say, yeah, it was kind of bullshit what they're doing, right? It's stupid marketing, it's um, it's predatory and all those things. But what you, I think you have to understand it also from the publisher's perspective, right? This is an industry which is rapidly changing, you know, this is an industry that we're seeing it go to all these different media formats, we're seeing it going to uh, mobile gaming, we're seeing it go to streaming, we're seeing it go, go in all these rapid directions and Like, lots of developers really want to keep making AAA games, but they're not sure if it's profitable enough anymore, right? And and publishers like Square Enix basically get away with this because the AAA games are mostly used as advertisements for all their little mobile games, right? So the AAA games are used to increase brand value as opposed to to actually sell units and earn the money that way. So when they come out with things like a pre-order bonus, it's because it's it's a sign of an industry that's kind of desperate for survival. It's a sign of an industry that it needs to survive on what it has. It needs to stay profitable for it to keep going, but it's kind of difficult when it has no idea where it's going itself, right? And that's also a reason why... I think we're seeing lots of microtransactions in games, and thank God we're not seeing that in any Final Fantasy because oh, I hate Are you channel. sure
0: there's no microtransactions? I uh, would, the, I would not, I would not go and say that's the case just yet.
1: I mean, Square Enix did publish Deus Ex. Mm, yes, yes, right yes. humanity, thinking, oh, mankind, right.
3: whatever. Anyway, um, the, and the thing with Deus Ex, right? And because I just played the game is that they don't balance it around the yeah. microtransactions and thank god they don't but the worrying thing is they might.
1: It's the thing is I is played the game too and it's it's a good game but it's it, they don't really ever tell you about the microtransactions. But like they don't need to be there, right? It's just it's like this yes. weird it's like this weird thing that's like it's it's not it's like it's like if you're like, oh, I don't want to grind. I can pay ninety nine cents to get a level up. But why, right? Yeah, Extend- yeah, it's it's weird. It's like a and, and slippery slope arguments are, are stupid. But it's it's a it's a weird thing to put in the game. It's like almost like it's like a test run. It's like testing the waters. How far can we push it? Yes, this?
3: yes, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I think that's a lot of what the industry is doing right now. A lot of the predatory taxes you're seeing. All them just seeing, hmm, how is the best way to maximize profit off this? Well, it's all things work like that, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course.
0: I'd say I'm I'm not even discussing the tactics or the state of the industry or anything like that because this is just what's going to happen. I'm not even going to get into that. I'm just saying that in this case, it is weirdly inappropriate and it makes me wonder what is going on at Square Enix that they just assume they have to do this with every title that comes out on the PlayStation 4. It's like... Who's running this ship? Like, yeah. Are you even paying attention to what game this is? This is not this is not the kind of game that you need to go and drum up all this fanfare. Because I'm probably the most excited person in the world for this game in that I'm actually going to buy it this month.
2: <laughs> right. And I'm good. not buying,
0: I'm not buying the hundred dollar version. I don't know who is buying the hundred dollar version. If you are um, power to you, but maybe not for this game because you have that three hundred dollars version of Final Fantasy Fifteen to buy. What are you gonna do, man? <laughs>
1: I mean, if, if there was if there was anyone who'd buy the one hundred dollars version, they probably would be here. But
0: it'd be me. Yeah, it, it would, would be me. I'd buy it. It would
1: be you, right? So if you're not am, buying I, this
0: it, game is made
2: for me specifically. If, it feels if like you're not buying it. it then like I don't it. know
1: who is right. And I'm so,
2: and so someone the... on the wiki would inevitably buy it. I mean, oh yeah, someone who bought all of the DLC for all the bravest. Wow.
3: Who, wait, who did that? Spira. Oh.
2: Why? Okay. Let's not let's not use
0: real names because they're not here. Why?
3: That's not his real name. Spear is not don't... their real name. No, it's their username.
0: What? No, that's totally their. Oh, all right. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> he, he, he sacrificed <laughs> great, great life.
3: No, no. So, so um, I'm getting this game, but I'm kind of cheating because I'm getting it for my birthday. So, and birthday like a few days around the release. Well,
1: someone's still paying for it. I mean, like personally, I'm yeah. not going to buy it for at least three months after. No, I'm not getting.
3: I'm not getting the one hundred quid, what one hundred dollar whatever thing. I'm getting the normal version. You are spending
0: birthday economy, though. Yeah. All right. There, there's something you are getting it in lieu of getting something
1: else. You could get right. more time in your life, perhaps instead yeah. you're buying world of final fantasy instead of yep. <laughs> instead of bargaining with the grim reaper to give you another year i mean is it like
0: worth uh, it? oh actually you know what dragon quest builders is coming out this same month and i don't think that one has a hundred dollar version or nearly as much like square next has been emailing me non-stop okay, about yeah. this game about the about this stupid hundred dollar version and i'm not going to buy it i refuse mm-hmm. but uh dragon quest builders is a perfectly fine game perfectly little release uh it's getting nice little buzz. I think it's a little nice mm-hmm. thing. It's a cool little version of Minecraft, but it's not getting the same kind of marketing that World of Final Fantasy is.
1: There's a pre-order bonus, yeah, but it Dr- doesn't seem to be uh, uh, like
2: a $10,000 version. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, next Dr- topic. Dragon Quest just doesn't get that kind of marketing that any Final Fantasy what? does in, uh, in English-speaking countries. I feel bad. I
0: haven't bought Dragon Quest Seven yet. I have to. Wasn't that one not supposed to be that sport?
1: good? It's like the one where you like spend the first hour just in like a desert punching slimes. Because it is
0: seventy hours long.
1: That's that just sounds too long, man.
0: Well, I mean, it, it had the misfortune of coming out the same month as Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse, so oh. I have to play that. That's probably more important at the moment. Also, I'm broke in a lot of ways. So,
1: well, yeah. so we're, we're going to close out with uh, with a, with, a, with the most important topic is that this game, um, this game is uh, let's, let me take a look one second. This game is produced. Are we doing gameplay? This game is produced by <laughs> Sunji Hashimoto. You know who that not? That's not. That's not Hiro Ito. And so, can, can, can this game <laughs> succeed without Hiro Ito you know, at the helm?
0: As a wait, 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 wait. This is going to be our last topic. <laughs> oh, yes. We're not even talking about the gameplay. At any
1: oh, we, can, point. we can talk
2: about the gameplay. But first, Hiroyuki
1: right. Ito. Is, 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 is it necessary <laughs> to make a good Final Fantasy
2: game? Hey,
0: hey, alright. No. Hiroyuki Ito is making no. Final Fantasy 16. Alright? No. And that's going to be no a great watching game. watching this is going to get that joke scared. No one will. It took me, like... It took me like five minutes before I figured
1: out what the heck you were doing. <laughs> All right, but yeah, we're gonna we should talk about the game. I thought I, I thought we covered it, but I guess, we actually didn't. So we're gonna talk about the gameplay now. But, um, you know who invented the active time battle system? Hiryoka Ito. Now let's talk about yes. let's talk about the let's talk about the uh, the gameplay. So it's it's a it's it's a, it's, a, it's a random encounters. It's a ra- so, so it's a very traditional. It's a random encounters, active time battle. There's there's this thing where you can stack monsters in, like, a Jenga sort of thing, and you get more powerful spells to be stacked monsters. I mean, I wish I could, like, stack, like, rats on top of each other, and they would become, like, a super rat. Maybe I actually don't want that.
0: But anyway, so it... You speak with such confidence, <laughs> even though you haven't played it.
1: Because I'm reading this off the wiki.
0: All right, well, how about about I take care of this, because I'm the one that actually did it. I'm the one that played this game. All right, so uh, first of all, caveat number one, uh, RPGs are probably the worst games to actually demo, because you can only play for about 20 minutes, and that's the worst possible way for you to get a real feel of an RPG. I'm also not sure how much of the game's economy has been left in. So I managed to go and play a demo of this at Comic-Con New York, which was visited by none other than Fandom, powered by Wikia. Uh, they had a very large <laughs> thing. Uh, I just happened to be there that day. So anyway, I was playing this game, and uh, it's you know it's a traditional turn-based RPG. Uh, it has a very weird like this. You could go and you stack your monsters, and I'm doing a terrible job. I'm sorry. Hold you on, can hold
3: go. On. Not, to, not to interrupt, but turn-based or active time battle?
0: It is active time battle, which to me is virtually the same thing as turn-based. It looks like Final Fantasy X.
3: Okay, okay. Disney. You can
0: actually see on the left, there's the little rising pictures of who's going to move first. So it's
1: actually not oh, okay, an active time battle system
0: then. But okay, it doesn't matter. No, no, it, it's like Final Fantasy X in that you can actually see what's going to happen next. Okay. You have little portraits that are coming... Uh, Final Fantasy X is kind of a more turn based version. To me, active time battle doesn't mean all that much. To me, it, it's all basically row based combat. You are trading turns with the enemy. Doesn't matter. Well, you
1: you, you dare slander the, inven- the invention of Hiroki Ito? I mean, come on.
0: I actually am, because it doesn't <laughs> actually do all that much in terms of actually changing how the game goes. But whatever. It's a traditional it's Final it's Fantasy like we to- have not had on a console since Final Fantasy X. It's right? supposed
3: to kind of make you act faster i guess it's like it's supposed to be where it's turn based but you still have a sort of action ish role
0: i, I, I yeah. knew I, I knew i'd bait you into getting into this conversation and i didn't mean to do that All <laughs> no, right.
3: no, no, no i just needed to clarify that to the audience but go on.
0: so basically in this demo you start off with your two characters and you already have a selection of monsters that you can go and are pre-stacked for you you can go and stack them into different ways and unfortunately even though i claim to be the expert I don't yet know exactly what stacking does in terms of giving you an advantage. The demo was not long enough for me to experiment with it. It, it, uh, Uh, You do go through a series of scripted fights as you walk forward, but there are random encounters as well. First one is against a baby chocobo, which is super easy to catch. You are catching monsters like in Pokemon or Dragon Quest 5 or Yo-Kai Watch, the new sensation amongst all the kids. Oh Um... All right, there are all your traditional moves that you'd have in your bottom, like, corner. You know, you have your attack, you have your block, you can go and select the things. But for whatever reason, it has it set up in this kind of weird, quirky all the four moves are mapped to your buttons. So if you press X, you guard, if you press square, something else happens, you have to press another button to get the normal menus. That gives you the full suite of options, including your spells, which are hidden there. And you do have them. I think your monsters go and create your spells and you can stack up to three monsters. You can stack up to three things, your two characters, and then there are monsters on top of them.
1: If you're stacking the monsters, uh, from from the secret database known as the Final Fantasy Wiki, powered by fandom by Wikia, um, yeah. <laughs> is the, stacking the monsters apparently uh, lets you like double your spells. So like two fire monsters would give you a fire a spell or whatever. So you okay. do
0: fight a boss fight against uh, female Efreet. There's a female version of Efreet, which is also stacked a few monsters, and you have a series of abilities that can knock the uh, stacking out. I saw a little squiggly kind of it looked kind of like the staggering from Final Fantasy 13. That's that's what they call it that's in Final Fantasy 13 like staggering. Yeah. If you manage to pull that off, it's kind of got like a bar that starts squiggling back and forth. If you manage to go and knock all the things off, they all lose a turn and they all get weaker. So that's probably going to be your main strategy in this game. You're going to want to knock out the stacks. Also, first enemy you fight, like second enemy you fight in this demo is a freaking tonberry. <laughs>
3: Okay, so uh, are you finished with the explanation, or can I? Speak?
0: That's kind of everything I got. All
3: right. Okay, so, like, from what I can tell from this, this is the first like Final Fantasy game with a mix of characters that actually has something closer to the active time battle system, because the the times they do this is normally, it's Dissidia, it's uh, which is a fighting game. Or it's Them, which is a theater game. Like this is the first one where they actually have something that's a lot closer to the active time battle system. When it's uh, when it's for the anniversary release. So it will be interesting to fight with all your with all the all your favorite characters, and use all their different abilities on enemies. In um what, but the feel they're going for this game. Is they're going for something that's a classic game, right? They're going for something that makes you nostalgic for the old ones and that reminds you of the older ones, which is why they're sticking with the Active Time Battle system. And one one reason they're doing that is obviously for nostalgia, just for nostalgia's sake. And the other reason they're doing that is because, you know, the recent titles in the system, in the series, are going to drop Active Time Battle. Well, all. I'm not sure. Like maybe we'll, maybe I'll eat my words when Final Fantasy sixteen releases. It's, it's made got, by Hiroki Ito,
1: inventor of the active time. Hiro- <laughs> inventor of the, inventor of the <laughs> active time battle system, so <laughs> how can going keep it out.
3: So so the menu based active time battle system that we've had, like basically up until nine was the last one they did it and then ten had turn based but it wasn't active time battle, whatever. Right. So that kind of system they're done with that basically. You know, it's not going to appeal to a new the new audience of gamers who like love action based games more. So but this is a throwback to that. So for all the gamers who they can't stick the new system, you know, they're purists, they will only buy games that are active time battle. You have this as well as games like the Bravely series, which is which will still appeal to those to that crowd like the crowd who who no matter what will not play a new game and uh, i think it's i think it's smart from that perspective but like as has been mentioned it's kind of it's still different in terms of gameplay from the other games
0: uh oh I, i'd also say i forgot one thing you can summon titus and i call him titus i'm not calling him titus it's stupid <laughs> you can summon titus in your demo uh the Heroes of Final Fantasy of old are actually the summons in this game. I, I'm not sure if the traditional summons can actually be used. They're definitely bosses, and they you have a use... story purpose of some kind. Uh, Titus can show up. He's a little me- he's a metal that you have in your inventory. You go and you throw him out, and he does a crazy strong attack. Uh,
3: yeah, you they're... can also you can also use Tifa, and you can use her final heaven. That's awesome.
0: That's I mean, you could probably use everybody. <laughs> yeah, you can use everybody. You can use Sephiroth. We've all seen the trailer of Sephiroth. You can use Shelf, the use mm-hmm.
1: you use yeah, well, greatest character.
0: I'm not sure why you wouldn't use Titus in every single turn, considering how strong he is. That's one of my things, like... That's what I mean about demos not being the best way of seeing an RPG, because I'm not sure what the limits are on the summons, and what exactly the strategy is there.
3: I mean... oh and end um, this another point I wanted to make. Sorry, Skaith. But, uh, just another one I wanted to make. This is also the first game since Dissidia, where all the characters... Oh, are you going to do that? Uh, and thing, they've got man. voice actors, right? Oh. Like, there's voice acting in this game for which, of the characters. So uh, people like Celeste and Sarvin, we're hearing their voice for the first time. No, it was Edgar, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. This Edgar. is the first time we're hearing
0: Terra... Ed- no, not Terra, but it's definitely <laughs> Edgar. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Faris.
3: I
2: mean,
3: Yeah.
0: Yep. The first time we've ever heard Lightning's voice. We've em- never heard em- that yeah. one. before. Ah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Will she narrate something and sound really boring during it? We can only hope. Uh,
0: it was three days until the thing that would happen that caused destiny and the baby. Oh, wait, no, that's Other yeah, M. Sorry. Yeah, that's Other M. <laughs> I, I get them you know, mixed you know, up. You know Samus <laughs> from Other M and Lightning. They're so distinct. You know, there's basically characters. no difference
1: between Samus, you know, between uh, Metroid Other M and Final Fantasy Thirteen too, oh. in terms of just misery. Inflicted.
0: There's there they are very different kinds of miserable titles. Yes. And one of Techno's points about uh, this game appealing to a traditional view. That's. Uh, I I don't. I, I hate to go back to market again, but I don't know if there's really that much of a fan base that Square Enix is going to lose by going Final Fantasy Fifteen's Kingdom Hearts kind of battle system.
3: Uh, so I'm, I completely agree with you, but it's um. It's not It's not so much they're worried about losing people, it's just that it's an extra audience that they can monetize. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: they have to hold us over until Bravely Third, I right? mean, I think this goes yeah. back to the and point so where this
1: game should just be a $30 release, right? It looks like it had yeah. a very short development cycle because it was announced that six months ago, right? And it just came out. There's no delays. It was announced at uh, E3 2015. So, yeah, okay, so about a year yeah. ago. Um, oh, and yeah. so
3: um, I'm just going to make another point, like... Um, so one thing Final Fantasy 15 recently did was uh, it showed off its, I think it's a wait mode, right? And wait mode is where you take an action and then you wait before taking another action. So it's closer to an active time dial system. Yeah. But then, so my thoughts when I saw that was this is going to win no one back. You know, this is not going to win back any of the, the really vocal purists who, Claim they've never played a game since twelve, which may be true or may not be true, but like this weren't ten. The,
1: it would well, be ten. Yeah, 12, 12, twelve. is yeah. past the purest. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. We really I like guess. twelve, but I'm we're like alone game. in that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
3: yes, yeah, so, yeah, I haven't played a game. <laughs> yeah,
1: then.
2: The, the Final Fantasy Wiki, home of the true with the least defenders.
0: I'd say <laughs> the purest. There's maybe like five of them on Game Facts, and you don't need to worry about losing their money.
3: Yeah. So like my first thoughts were, this is going to win no one back, but then I saw the comments for it on places like Reddit, and I thought, okay, now I'm completely sold, now I feel safe spending my money. I was like, okay, I'll I'll eat my words completely. But, and yeah, so they they still exist, and and although they're vocal, they're still numerous, and I think games like this really appeal to those folks. Vocal and,
0: minorities on the, websites don't sell products.
3: Some color mage, you want to talk so badly. And bad that's right.
0: a
2: wait mode. It hasn't really changed anything. All it basically does is pause the game when you let go of the left control stick.
3: That's basically all it does. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. So, like, I saw that. I saw that it doesn't Does it really do that much. Is this really going to... Win people over, or are oh, they just wasting development time? And people really dug the idea; they really ah. thought it added a lot of strategy to the game like, and it like really I, did the I, game like power to that.
2: I do so, actually you know, quite like the idea of the mechanic, but I wasn't someone who needed convincing that oh, it's uh, oh, it's not going to be like the old games, blah blah blah
3: blah. blah. Yeah. No, you, you
2: can mean. make that criticism. From Final Fantasy Two onwards, yes. I don't give a yes,
3: shit. I completely agree.
0: Series went down once it lost corneria. Yeah. That
2: was what <laughs> held this whole thing together. Yeah, I mean as soon
1: as you can could, you couldn't hit yourself in the face to get stronger after I mean, the game was just over, basically. I mean it doesn't real, it li- doesn't it doesn't show real life anymore.
0: You know, I say the series actually lost its luster the moment you beat Garland. Yeah. At the very well, beginning.
2: Actually, the you first Gobble is going to knock you all down now.
0: Yeah, I hate to for us to be jumping all over the place, but back on the waiting thing, they had that in Dissidia as well. I remember that. There's a mechanic where oh, you can go and is. use uh, you can use menus instead of actually pressing the buttons. That, that
2: was so terrible and awkward to control. I don't know how anyone ever used that. I don't know if that would work competitively in the
0: heavy, as we know, highly monetized Dissidia <laughs> East, east <laughs> <towards> <laughs> <area.
2: Yeah. laughs> the, the ultimate battle between X-Step and X-Step.
1: You, you, you know that, uh, is that if they really wanted anything competitive, they would you know, include online play, right? That would be something they would want to do, but whatever. Yeah, release it on the PlayStation
0: Portable, yeah. such a multiplayer platform.
3: No, if they release that on PlayStation 4, like it's going to include online. Of, cor- of course it will. Oh, um,
1: yeah. I, well, okay. okay. I'm not going to say, of course if it will. Happens. I'm not, not going to say, of course it will, because... No, but it should, right?
0: It yeah. should have come out on the PlayStation 4 by now. Yeah, well, it's, it's been really out it for a year now,
2: hasn't it?
3: No, I think, I think they're just waiting on... Like, I think yeah, they're going um, to build like, a the on um,
2: uh, there was, like, a one-year exclusivity for arcades. However, the uh, they've added characters at such a glacial pace. The roster is still much, much smaller than uh, Duodecim.
3: Hmm. But the thing so is,
2: right, so... it's, it's really not a finished game yet.
3: Yeah, so, and also, like, with... There's that mobile spin-off tied to it where they have loads of characters in that that they... We haven't actually seen them in the arcade Dissidia. Wait, and there's a
0: mobile version of this too?
3: Yeah, there's a, this mobile spin-off to Dissidia. And
0: How many freaking
3: mobile games are there right now? I swear you even saw it on the RLC. Right? There have to p- be
0: 36 mobile Final Fantasy games at this very no, but, moment right
3: now. No, the that sounds about right. But what the, that spin-off suggests is that the characters in that spin-off will end up in the arcade game. And that there will uh, be a story around it, where there's like there's one good goddess and you versus an evil god. So it's kinda of like the same thing from Decidia where the gods names switch.
1: Well looking at the wiki, they say okay, this is what the screen explains, which is not gonna happen, but they say they wanna have fifty characters in the game. Which is never gonna Holy happen. God. Which is never gonna happen. Wow.
0: Um, that's like uh, King of Fighters, I think, had that many. Or like not a X lot of Capcom. fighting it's games like that. Like
1: Marvel X Capcom or something. But, yeah. but no, it's not going to happen. Um, it's, it's, it's a little silly for them to think that's going to happen. Um, and I, I don't know. I, this, isn't, this isn't actually about World of Final Fantasy, but I think it's somewhat relevant because it's like a similar sort of marketing
0: we're off topic yeah. so far at this point. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean,
1: at this point, I think we've pretty much wrapped up the, top, the discussion about World of Final Fantasy, right? I mean, there's not much... Yeah, but let's,
0: to, let's keep going, though. Yeah. Let's see how far we can get.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I think we could, like... Uh, I think we could have a, a topic or something at the end where we're like, oh, does anyone have any points they want to make about this? Or we have yeah. one where, like, oh, are you going sure. to buy this game?
0: And we also have to read our fan mail, right? Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
3: um,
1: okay, so who has... Okay, I'm going to read out some of the fan mail here. Um... Wait, we actually have fan matches? No,
0: I made it up. Wait, we really do? Fan, yeah. Let's look at our Twitter see and what,
1: see what people have. Uh, have All places. right, right,
0: I have one right here. It's telling me that Hiroyuki Ito is going to be directing Final <laughs> Fantasy sixteen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you know? I never would have guessed. Hey, actually, here's an old one. This one tells me that Hiroyuki Ito is going to be directing Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, wow. <laughs> This one, this one's <laughs> dated two thousand twelve.
3: Yeah, whatever.
2: Uh, um.
0: All right. Anyway, I, I, I think we're about at our end. Yeah. Uh, unless I think you okay. were trying to make a point like a minute ago, and then you never did skate.
1: Oh,
0: I don't remember. All right. So, well. So, so, uh,
3: so I I suggest what we do is we have like uh, we give each person about thirty seconds summary to wrap it up.
1: Alright, um, why don't you start then, my
3: friend? Sure, okay, so uh, what a fun fact. See, it looks like a pretty interesting entry to the series, and yeah, I think I'm gonna get it, and I think I'll probably I'll probably enjoy it. It looks like a welcome entry to the series. I imagine it can appeal to a certain audience that 15 doesn't appeal to, and uh, I hope it does well. I hope it does well, and I hope they make more games like this.
2: Alright, some color mage. Well, ultimately, it's still hard to, you know, figure out what this is, what, who this is for, why it exists. It's such an awkward and weird thing. And yes, I, I'm still kind of, uh, kind of want to play it. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe I just want to destroy everything with Chibi Sephiroth, who knows? <laughs> sure enough. All right. Cool. Um, I'll give the person
1: who played the game the last word. So I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll go with yes, me. Uh, oh
0: oh! Thank you so much. Yeah
1: no, you're you're the guest of honor. Um, I, I I really am. I, 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 as I should be. I, I, it it looks interesting. Um, I don't know how well the gameplay is going to hold up for X amount of time, just because it can get random encounters. There's a reason why those aren't in games anymore because they're horrible. But it. And it was always a technical limitation, anyway. But I, I, I'm interested. Uh, I'm not going to buy it on release. I'm probably going to wait a few months and see what the, what people have to say about it. Take a look at world, word of mouth. Um, but you know, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested. It looks, it looks, it's fresher. At least, it's well, not fresher, but it looks less like it's not a tired, you know, Final Fantasy thirteen game. It's not like a dreary people standing in the rain as the thing zooms out or whatever. So you know, i I'm, I'm pretty positive.
0: Okay, so it's my turn. Uh, Hello, my name is Eric Fuchs, also known as Blue Highwind, and my power animal is... All right, yeah, forget it. Um, All right, what I'm going to say about this game is that I've been on board World of Final Fantasy since it was revealed, and I said it was E3 2015, but now I'm double-guessing myself, so I don't know. Uh, That's
3: That's right.
0: I have to say, Final Fantasy is something I've loved for a very long time. You may not know that, but as much as I love Final Fantasy... It also has a really terrible writing system. It's, it, it really gravitates towards insane levels of melodrama. It takes itself far too seriously. Uh, it, it's just something that it hasn't translated all that well into 3D, especially into voice acting all that well. And with World of Final Fantasy, it's finally the series taking a step back and being like, you know what, we are completely ridiculous – let us reframe ourselves and have all this stupid fucking bullshit melodrama, but have it spoken out of somebody that's about a foot tall and has to take several bites eating a Cheerio. D- 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 and that that I absolutely love, and I love... I, this is a breath of fresh air that this series really needed. Derek,
1: compare it to, like... This might be terrible. Derek, compare it to, like, Sonic in the sense that they had just terrible... Like, they went way too... That When they went 3D, they went, like, super melodramatic, zoom out... It was like Sonic two thousand six. He dies. He's brought to You know, it's stupid, right? The game's terrible. And then they kind of yeah.
0: And and those games were inspired a lot by Final exactly. Fantasy and then they,
1: two. and they kind of <laughs> and they kind of went back to trying. Just it's a silly game about hedgehogs, right? So is yeah. And, and
0: then they and then they went terrible in a whole different. Yeah, well, and then they
1: went bad again. what's not talking. Yeah. About, I'm ta- I'm talking about before the games went terrible again. I'm talking about that like, two year period when Sonic made like two good games. Um, Sonic Generations and Sonic, and Sonic, Col- Sonic Colors, year, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, but it, it, it's, it's a good, uh, it's a good step back. So, uh, uh, World of Final Fantasy is, uh, debuting for $60. Uh, it's coming out on NNA in North America on, uh, October 25th, and Japan on October 27th, EU on October 28th, and Australia gets nothing, because screw you, Australia. Um, at least that's what I would use that.
2: Uh, it's 28th, but we, we use European dates. Okay. <laughs> All
1: right. All right, um, and so that's it for now. Um, See you next time when we talk about something else. Probably Final Fantasy XV. Wait, we're not not going to talk about King's Quest? The reboot? King's King's Quest. No, 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 no. Oh, the King's Quest reboot? Uh, You know, I really like Sierra games where they come and kill me. Um, I actually really like adventure games. (laughs) King's Quest is is not a good series of adventure games, though. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) If you ever wanted (laughs) to throw a pie at a Yeti... Then that's the series for you. But uh, if you really want to play a good adventure, I just, game... realized,
0: I just realized I meant King's Knight. Shit. Yes. <laughs> the reboot of a ancient NES game.
2: We're not going to talk about that. All right. Well, well whatever. We should wrap up. We've in, gone long. Yeah. We've gone tied long. Tied into FF15, isn't it? So you can discuss that next time. Yeah. In
0: no way whatsoever is that tied <laughs> into Final
2: Fantasy 15. That makes no sense.
1: Cool. All right. Uh, FF- Thank you for tuning in. Okay, and we'll see you uh, next time at an indetermined date and indetermined time in the future.